Welcome back to HB Unfiltered Sports Talk. I'm joined by the Stiff Brownie, the intern, and the Dirtbag. Today is our show is brought to you by OC uh, Supply Group for your hose and fitting specialist needs. Come on down to Huntington Beach. And just remember, we're plugging a lot of our friends out there who are trying to help support us. So we got Aloha Grill. We got uh, Selman Chevrolet in Orange. Great people out there. They're going to hook you up with a great Chevy. And then our boy, Matt Sloan. You got to go down to HB Toyota. Huntington Beach, greatest city, in, greatest city in the world. And it starts with Huntington Beach Toyota. So check them out. And also, we got, uh, you got OC Boardroom that's supporting us and um, my place sports bar and grill now remember to go also to our our website hb unfiltered and check out our merchandise and uh shop around on our website and uh see see what you like see what you don't like and uh, hit hit us up at info at hb unfiltered um let's start off once again with the intern and we're going to find out what happened this day in sports history Yes, yeah, so on this day in sports history, August 16, uh, 1964, St. Louis Cardinals fielder Kirk Flood gets eight straight hits in a doubleheader against the Dodgers. 1965, the American Football League's ninth franchise is officially awarded to Joe Robbie and television star Danny Thomas, uh, Miami Dolphins. 1997, for only the second time in Stanley Cup history, it leaves North America and heads to Russia. 2003, Christian Ronaldo makes his debut for Manchester United and the Premier League. Uh, 2008, we have American swimmer Michael Phelps wins his seventh of eight gold medals in Beijing. Um, And in 2008, Jamaican sprinter Usain Bolt sets a new world record of 9.69 seconds to win the coveted 100-meter gold medal at Beijing. And then we have some cool birthdays and death anniversaries today as well. Today is Madonna's birthday. She is 65. Happy birthday, Madonna. Like a virgin. Yes. Um, Not so much anymore. Uh Oh. Uh, Leaving that one um, alone. (laughs) James Cameron is 69 years old today. And some death anniversaries, uh, Elvis Presley, 1977, and Babe Ruth in 1948. Awesome. Those are those are some big names right there, Elvis yeah. and uh, Babe Ruth. I didn't know they passed on the same day. That's amazing. I, nah, that's crazy. That's why we hate. That's why we have this segment on this show. It's stuff like that to remind us of what uh, kind of cool what, history there is. Yeah, what unbelievable stuffs out there. You know, just to revisit and remember. Um, real quick, uh, before we talk about uh, Babe Ruth and go to baseball, uh, Usain Bolt, man, was he not just the sickest? Yeah, athlete ever, uh, and you know what? It, it looked like he wasn't even trying. Like he was, he never, ever went full out. Like I feel like if he ever went full out, he could have broken nine seconds. Sure, the guy was so fast, but he's opposite of me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We all, hey, we all, we all were at Pokai and we ran a four point five. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's get into some baseball. Yeah, shall it, we? Oh man, we talked about it after the trade deadline. We said. We told you, Artie, that you should have traded him, and now I think you are mathematically eliminated. Stippy B, you were you were saying you were giving him a zero percent last week after just one week. Yeah. I tried to give him at least a three percent chance. Well, I think I'm there with you now. I think it's zero. Well, they're three and eleven since the trade deadline, so um, 
Hmm. What are what are the Dodgers with those picks that we said that they made and made all the right moves? What are they? They're thirteen and one since the All Star or since the trade deadline. That's that's very interesting. The tale of fun. two, the tale of two uh, teams only thirty five miles apart. Yep. And I, you know, the thing about it is, is that the Dodgers look like they're having fun. Yes, winning is contagious, and that makes a lot of things fun. But the guys that they brought in, the Joe Kelly, the the Kiki Hernandez, the other guys that they brought in, Rojas. Um, Rosario. Or is it Rosario? Okay, Rosario. And Rojas from Miami. But off season. All those guys, they fit in that clubhouse puzzle perfectly. And uh, what I see out of the Angels is like Crone. He doesn't really fit. No. You know. Nope. You just like we said, you you replaced average with average. You took a guy like, let's say Mustakas was at first, and you put you plug in Crone, you move Mustakas over. The third, which Ur- Ursula was there until he got hurt, so you're just replacing a guy that is the same guy, yeah, with the same average. with the same numbers. And yeah. it, you know, I do like Randall uh, Grichuk, but he's he's just Taylor Ward because Taylor Ward's out nursing that uh, broken mouth that he got with that fucking fastball. Yeah. So you know, it's just it's it's sad because now look, the Dodgers kept every single one of their top 15 best players. They traded bottom feeders to get the guys that they needed to help make a run at the Braves. I mean, I think the Braves win it, but the Dodgers are going to have a good chance. And guess what? They're going to have the money to sign Otani and keep everything that they didn't have to give up. Yep. We're, we're talking Dodgers-Braves for the next 10 years, people. The Braves get are used so to it. good. So get, good, too. Get, get used to it. Every time I turn around when I'm watching a Braves game, it's a new guy. I have no idea how to pronounce their name, and they just hit bombs. Yep. It's unreal. And and the sad part is it's another 10 bad years for the Angels, unfortunately. Sorry, the intern. She's yeah. a huge Angels fan, but uh, reality is what it is, and uh, they're not going to be good for a while. Dirtbag, did you know that we crushed again this past weekend on our bets? We sure did. I mean, Two weeks in a row, just, guys. Keep, just keep going against the Angels, take the... Take the Dodgers. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, but yeah, let's. Well, last let's, week you ripped through it again, Stevie B. You're on fire. Last week we talked about Atlanta, Boston, and the Dodgers being the real hot teams to watch over the weekend, and they obviously crushed. Um, this week, I want to just tell you, Atlanta, Dodgers, and Boston are still hot, but these are the teams that I'm really looking at. I'm looking at the Texas Rangers versus Milwaukee. Texas um, is at home. I like that. Milwaukee just kind of is just, eh, they're not really getting it done. Um, I like Baltimore at Oakland. Obviously, I'm going to pick on Oakland anytime I can. Yes. And I like the Chicago Cubs at home against the Kansas City Royals. How, how about Bellinger, man? They're starting to play good baseball there in Chicago. <laughs> Even ex-Dodgers are on fire. They let the guy go, and he's have, he's back to his MVP form. Of course. Classic. Well, your cold teams are the Mets, the Yankees, the Chicago White Sox, and yes, your... Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Oh, man. So go ahead and pick whatever you'd like. Um, definitely look at the starting pitchers. I wouldn't bet against Otani if you were playing the Angels, but everybody else is fair game. Well, hey, just so you know, too, Otani just scratched himself. He's oh, that's right. he, he's not even allowing the doctor to say it. He just scratched himself. Says, "Hey, I got fatigue. I, I'm skipping a start." So, well, he realizes they're out of it. Well, no, I I, I get it too, but it was like. I don't even know what everybody was thinking. Let's go for it. I it was just a bad, bad uh, business decision all the way around. What do you? How do you feel about this whole Bra- uh, Tampa Bay situation with the the, the alleged pedophile um, shortstop, and then 
Yeah, you that's... got you got Mc, uh, McHanahan who just went down with Tommy John surgery. I mean, you're starting to watch Tampa Bay kind of. They came out gates on fire. Yeah, you know they were the best team in baseball for two months basically, and now they're they're struggling just to win games or have like, you know field a healthy team for that matter. Uh, this is probably going to be a bad pun and probably too soon, but uh, uh, Wander Franco is uh, wandering a little bit too much. Yes, yes, he is into the bad bad uh, situation. Um, yeah, <laughs> and losing losing Shane to a uh, Tommy John surgery. They were they were already starting to lose games, but now with all this uncertainty and and stuff behind the scenes, playing in obviously the worst uh, confinements as well. Sure. Not that that has anything to do with well, you know them them winning, but uh, the Rays are going down. The Red Sox are moving up. Yep, and Baltimore's staying right where they're supposed Bal- to be. Bal- Baltimore's Baltimore's winning the East, and I think yeah, they're I I, I, I think they are going to be the AL uh, representative. They're so much fun to watch. You yep. have, if you guys haven't gotten a chance to watch Baltimore Orioles game, they're all young. They all hit for power. They all hustle. It's it's so much fun to watch. If it's Orioles, Braves, or Orioles, Dodgers, how awesome would that World Series be? That'd be great. That'd be great. All the old Orioles, they would come back. Eddie Murray, Cal, just to throw pitches here, there. You know, first first pitches out. Yeah, that's you know one of the things that I keep uh, rooting for every year, and it was, it was close the last couple of years. I, I always wanted to see the Dodgers and the Yankees play again in the World Series. Sure. But that's obviously not going to happen. The Yankees are a train wreck. They can't. They they can't even win a game. Now. I don't think Aaron Boone survives this season. No, he's fired, and Cashman should be fired for putting together nine guys that hit forty homers and strike out over two hundred times on the same squad. Yeah, I agree with you there. I, I don't understand what they're doing there. Coming up this weekend is the new. Uh, what are we? The second round of the FedEx. Yep, FedEx. Lucas Glover's on fire. He's he one is of the on last, fire. Last two tournaments, guys. Forty-three years old. Uh, finally putting it together, putting some wins, and making some money for him and his family. Uh, I, I watched a very interesting little um, excerpt on him. He changed his putter. And okay. He went, yeah. And, and he went to like an Adam Scott style putter. Yeah. And ever since he's changed that putter, he doesn't push anything. And that was his problem. He was pushing like two, three foot putts. Right now he's now he's in the top ten on the tour on mm-hmm. the uh, once he makes it in uh, regulations on the green. So yeah, yeah, he's killing it. I I don't think he goes for three in a row though. It, the guy is remember he is he is getting up there and, and the pressure's got to be built building up for him. So I'd be shocked if he's in the top five uh, this this week. He's got to cool off. I'm, 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 I am going to stick with the guy who's right on the verge of winning, though, pa- Patrick Cantley. I like that call. I like, I like Cantley. I like Spieth. Uh, I like Fleetwood. Fleetwood's been consistent all season long. And then, um, no, there really isn't a long shot in, in these uh, playoffs because it's only your top-tier players. But I will throw out a guy by the name of Sam Burns. I like Because I think he's going to uh, – he plays his course well in the past. So I'm going with that as my 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 long shot. So Cantlay's uh, plus one thousand, uh, Fleetwood's plus two thousand, Jordan Spieth's plus uh, twenty six fifty, and Sam Burns is considered your long shot at plus forty eight hundred. Well, you know me, I'll always take try to go for the uh, winner. And but uh, for you viewers, yeah. do what do what Stiffy B says: take the top ten or top five. Top five, top ten, top twenty, and the guy that I'm going to take this week just to have a little skin in the game is Victor Hovland. And for him to win outright, he's at plus sixteen fifty. But I'm going to take him top five, top ten, and top. The Norwegian, 
I like it. Straight out of Oklahoma State. Guy's a stud. Where is the BMW uh, championship? It's in know? it's in uh, Illinois, I think. Okay, great. Well, Midwest yeah. action. A little yeah. humid. Oh yeah, it's gonna be humid for sure. I can't believe how humid it's been here. Yeah, it has been a long time. Uh, um, what else we got on the the slate here? We got obviously more preseason football that's boring as hell to watch. It's very uh, hard to watch actually. Have you been watching any of that hard knocks? I have not yet, and you know what? I I, I want to watch that because they got the perfect team. They, oh, yeah. Dude, them them signing Dal- Dalvin Cook. You want to talk about a loaded backfield? They have they have Dalvin Cook. They got Brees Hall, who was on pace to be Rookie of the Year at running back last year until he went down with an ACL. He comes back. He's healthy. They got Michael Carter Jr. They got another guy that they got from uh, they drafted at North Carolina. Forget offhand. I want to say like Knight. And then uh, they also have Travis Dye, and they got the running back, the ACC back-to-back year rushing leader out of Pittsburgh, Awanaka. I don't even know how to say his name. I'm not even going to cross-check that or back-check it. Anyways, doesn't matter. He's like fifth or sixth. But that's how that's how deep they are. They have five five to six backs. Some of these guys are going to have to put, be put on the practice squad because I don't think you roll with six running backs. <laughs> they have a lot of offense. They got a lot of receivers. Obviously, one of the best quarterbacks in the game. the The only thing they got to worry about is that offensive line. Yeah, that's the only. Well, the 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 Jets have two things. They got the offensive line, and I'm not sure how strong they are at tight end, but they definitely have an awesome defense. And then the other thing that's going to kind of hamper them a little bit, they have a very tough schedule. Yes, but you know what? I feel like if because of where. Rodgers came from in Green Bay without having any type of offensive line. I mean, what's just a little better than terrible? Yeah. I mean, right. you know, we're not like we're not asking for the world out of him. Hey, I, I, I just need a little bit more time than terrible. I'm, I'm glad you brought up uh, Aaron Rodgers real quick because I'm the I'm one of the biggest Aaron Rodgers haters. I, I just couldn't stand this guy when he was at Green Bay. But man, he seems like a little kid playing for the Jets. He's all happy now. He's running around. He's smiling. He's um, not so uptight in his um, interviews. He's giving up money to try to make the team better. He's wanting to stay instead of talking about retiring. Like, I mean, the guy's totally flipped and changed. Well, that's what happens when your management doesn't try to screw you over every single draft year. I mean, seriously, who who would want to go to Green Bay after hearing how Rodgers is being treated and, and likes playing you know, in New York yeah. City in the Big Apple. I mean, he hasn't even played a game yet, and he's becoming a, a Joe Namath legend already. If you get a Superstar chance to watch walking around. The, if you get a chance to watch any of the hard knocks, um, the, the, what his fellow players say about him is, is amazing. Like, talk about just some, like, really good, uh, wholesome comments about how great of a guy he is, how he takes, you know, he looks after him, and he helps yeah. him out in this way and that way. Um, you know, nothing that he is normally one of the one of the um, linemen said he's so cool that it's it doesn't even make sense what we've heard in the past like it's it's so opposite of how he is on this team and so you know that's great to yeah. hear because he's always been kind of a villain right yeah he's yeah. been a selfish you know uh, ego driven guy well 
it's coming to light that he's not really like that. Yeah, it's, and just but uh, maybe he had to, to be that way at Green Bay because they were always screwing him over every single time he turned around. Well, to to double down on what you're talking about, case in point, they take Jordan Love and what is he? He's cold shoulder. He doesn't, you know. I'm not going to teach you. You can learn on your own. As soon as he goes to the Jets. Zach Wilson, yeah. What do you need, bud? You, you need help? Yeah. Here, let's let's make you better. Let's let's do this. Let's do that. It, it is strange how he's completely changed the tune, and maybe it is you know management, you know, and that's, and that's how long ago was that draft for Jordan Love? Five seasons ago. Yeah, you know, I was I talking mean, about this with a friend the other day. I, I don't I don't get drafting, a, taking a number one guy when you have a number one guy and you know he's going to sit and hold a clipboard for three, four, five, five I mean, years. It's, it's a Steve waste. Young. It's not Steve Young. It's an absolute waste. Your first-round pick is a top dog in the NFL. And remember, like these running backs are being treated, you only have a short shelf life yeah. in the NFL. You're only going to play four, five, six, maybe seven years. I'm not going to let it waste away four years on the bench to start it. For sure. You I take totally a guy, you, you take a first-rounder, he better start either on side of Either side of that ball. Well, we'll get back into this next week. Yes. Cheers, everybody. And we're going to be hold, holding on to or having more um, um, longer segments coming up because we're going to have more to talk about, which will be awesome. Make those bets. Dog